So are we going to touch on Joe Parra for a little bit? Yeah, let's talk finally. Yeah, we are. It was an interesting analogy when you were trying to explain it on the Discord or somewhere, James, where you com- your how you, your comparison to Star Trek. Oh yeah, uh, like oh yeah, because I think what it was. Okay, so that was because I, I I follow the the Picard show only through our Discord. <laughs> talk uh-huh. about it, um, but they were talking about how the, the it's decidedly not a utopian vision of the Federation. Is that right? That was what that was, was being probably, taught. Yeah. yeah, that's basically yeah, yeah. where Picard is. And so I, you know, and they were like, no one wants to do that anymore because it's not, you know, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't jail, you know, it doesn't pop. And I was like, you know, and nobody, and maybe there was a bit of cynicism where you don't, you know, we don't, we live in a dark world. We're going to, we want to see art that's dark. And I'm finding that that's not the case with me. But back but, to Japera. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about how would to. you represent that? And I think that I, I think that he views what, what if I was going to say like the kind of lifestyles that I want to see in shows um, is like, and we talk about like utopias is like this, like, like everything, all problems are solved and, and everybody lives in these high minded, whatever. And that it looks ridiculous. And it also looks kind of boring. It's like pick, trying to picture heaven and everybody's talking. Whenever someone's described to me as heaven, I was like, that sounds fucking boring. But oh, um, yeah, it yeah. sounds like a nightmare to me. Because... Yeah, yeah. So, so you didn't like, like you... the Good Place finale? Uh, no, <laughs> I haven't Sorry. watched it. I haven't uh, watched yeah, it. I, watched I stopped the at half. the third season. I don't yeah, think yeah. I finished the third season. But um, uh, but that's not what I see. Like you know, that's not what I would call like a utopia that sort of interests me. But a place like like his show, where there are conflicts people are scarred people are upset people lie people you know lash out at insecurity you're not trying to rewire the human person here um but that just that their problems are always sort of solved by their relation to community and and so like that's that's what I think of. And, you know, I would, you know, if you, if you say like, what James, what, what would you, what, if you wanted to write stories set in a utopia, what would you set about? And I would go like that. <laughs> the upper peninsula. Yeah. Uh, the upper peninsula is represented. No, people are still scarred. People are still have trauma. Like, you know, Joe Firestone is still there, but she's, she's got the super, she's got, she's not isolated. Right. And Gene, know, Gene doesn't have the relationship he wants with his son. So, but it's and, not, and, yeah. But it's not like, it's not debilitating. And you also think, don't you feel like in that, this is one of the things where I think they do things like really subtle, but don't you think that they were like, I kept thinking, cause it was pretty clear before they, it was pretty clear before they laid a lot of things out that it was possible that his sons were homosexuals and that it was possible because they were fashion designers and the way they were sort of taught and that they were distant from the father and, and I, you, it's a stereotype that played in my head. And so I, I felt like that they were subtly cooking that sauce, that these, this distance between them could be that. And so I was almost kind of like, you know, that would be obvious and, and maybe too loaded for what I want to see on the show. And they didn't do that. It was just, right. you don't know, no, they got different work styles and work habits. And that doesn't, you know, and it was just like, a, it was it was a rededication to community and family. Like, and... It was just that you still have these distances, but they don't have to be, I mean, I don't know. They don't come from such a chaotic and dystopic interrelation. Right. Well, it's like, it's free of melodrama. That's a lot of, a lot of, 
a lot of storytelling doesn't have a lot of storytellers on TV can't do that. Yes, I think of like This Is Us, where I I haven't watched an episode. Oh yeah, that's got to be like... the opposite. That's got to be the yeah. Joe Para polar opposite. <laughs> this is the bizarro Joe Para. Yeah, even the people that are here and can't, you know, like what do you do? What do you do for fun? Well, I, I I watch a Twitch stream of a guy who just films himself watching old episodes of Airwolf. Right. I, I, yes. I do that for four to five hours a day. You know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> right. and you, you know, and you're like, oh, you know, no. And so you don't know. Like, that's why you got to join a group, you know, <laughs> like and it's very difficult. And I get the feeling that none of us really know how. And I almost feel like that if that's the way you live your life and feel in these isolated you know, tech jobs or bullshit job industries. Um, something like Joe Parrick is like porn, you know, it's like an, <laughs> a, you know, like it's like a aspirational sort of like, and, and all of these sort of, it seems like a wish that, that sates a part. It's, it's very clever and it's very, it's very special. I don't know. It's, it's, I think I said this when we tried to record a talk about Joe Perry earlier, where I said that it's better than just funny. Right. Yes. Because it's mm-hmm. just funny, but there's something about it that really exceeds that grasp. But, like, it's something. It's very yeah. humane. It touches it. It's mm-hmm. got, like, a yeah. real humanity at the core of it. Mm-hmm. Which is weird for Adult Swim. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. 